Hello everyone, welcome to a BDSM haven coming at you on a Saturday. I know that I told everyone I'd probably do it on a Friday, but unfortunately sometimes things come up. I'm only human. With that being said, I noticed I we discussed last episode what BDSM is, what's important to some, you know, starting out and the importance of communication, trust, um, the connection, consent, and all those are extremely important. Um, so I wanted to... Just go into more detail of who I am so you, the listeners, can connect with me on a more personal level. Like I said, I'm a very shy person. I'm still trying to get the hang of a podcast. So if you notice, I probably say um a lot and it because I get nervous, even though we're not face-to-face, I'm an extremely nervous person. So, please, I hope that doesn't steer you away. I just, it's just (laughs) who I am. So, bear with me. Um, Again, see, I just said it. So, anyways, with that being said... I go by Innocent Beauty because that's where mainly the kink community knows me as. It's my username for a lot of things. And I also go by Deep Beauty because it is also my username for some other areas. And the main reason for that, though, is because... With the whole, my main username is Innocent Beauty. Yeah, excuse me, I said that wrong. Innocent Beauty. However, when that name is taken, when I go to do, you know, when I join certain areas of the lifestyle, it turns out to be that, you know, either that name was taken or whatnot, so I'll change it to Deep Beauty. It's similar. So you get my draft. Um, however, another thing is um, I'm very... It's hard for me to trust people. So when I first meet certain people, um, I... I can't say this because it's not always the case. I used to. I don't anymore. Some people might um, call me by the name Jane. That is not my real name. Only because um, with certain like messenger apps, like for example, Skype, um, I only got 
Skype because, like, when I was a few years, and I'm talking about, like, maybe, like, 10, 10 years ago, um, I got it only because this online game I would be playing, you know, my username was Jane on there. So for people that would like to communicate outside of the game, you know, we would reach out to um, Skype. So I put my username as that. So now when I talk to people of the kink world, some people that doesn't use my main form of communication, which is kick, um, some people have Skype. So it will come up as Jane. So they got used to calling me by my username there. But I don't really go by that. And I told them, you know, well, you could call me Jane, but my real name is this. Um, It just made it easier for them to call me Jane. It's either that or they just forgot my real name. So, but um, but I want to be upfront with you guys. I want to be honest with you guys. You know, because, you know, the whole thing with, you know, anyone really is you want to be able to trust someone. And like I said in the last episode about trust is very important. And you don't even have to be in a dynamic, you know, to trust someone. It just, it's, you know, you have that moral, you know, you want to be trustworthy and stuff like that. So... For all of you listening, my real name is Crystal, and I'm in a dynamic. Um, I live in upstate New York in a small town, although it kind of looks big on the inside, but it's really small. Um, I'm... Let's see, I work just like anyone else. You know, I'm a normal person. I do normal things. I love to listen to music. I love camping, which I haven't done in a while. But um, I I like to play games. I have daughters. Um, I play games with them. That's our family bonding. We watch movies. I mean, I'm into, you know, camping, swimming, dancing, carnivals. I love roller coasters. I love boat rides. I love nature. I love, love, love animals. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I just... I'm... Still fairly new to the kink world. I am, I think, two years, two and a half years into, I don't think it's quite yet three. Wow, that's pretty sad. I don't even remember. Can't talk. I don't even remember how long. I just know it's mm, between two to three years. I'm still learning. 
I've learned so much from so many people. But I'm still learning. And it's not just me. You have um, people that call themselves masters. That they've been in the lifestyle for 20, 30, 40 years. And guess what? They're still learning. It's like life. You learn as you go. There's always something to learn. Something new. Whether it's with someone else. You're in one dynamic. It ends. And then you get with someone. And you learn that what you did with your last dynamic is different from this one. So you gotta wing it with how things work between you and that person. So with that being said. um, But yeah. This episode might be short um i just felt the need to just go into a little bit about myself so you understand you know so you listeners can you know get to know who i am as a person i am in a dynamic i have a master a dom um, now, let me clarify. A, not every dom can be a master. But a master is a dom. If that makes sense, let me explain. What I mean by that is a dom is someone who's obviously dominant and you can have that personality and you can show it with your submissive. But there's also rules that a dom follows that not necessarily means a master would. They go by their own rules and nothing wrong with that. It's just how it is. Now, I'm not saying that, like, masters, they're at the, they're like a king, in which, in a slave's world, that's exactly who they are to them. But what I'm saying is, that doesn't mean anyone could be a master and just get his way or whatever. Uh, a good master is someone that, just like a dom, sees that person you know, sees their slave, and they want to make sure that their slave stays useful to them. So they have to tend to that slave, make sure that their property is taken care of, just like a dom does. Um, even though masters, their rules, they follow their own rules, but at the same time, you could tell when one is... A true master or one is just using power to be an abusive jerk. There's two different things. Um, so just wanted to clarify that. With that being said, like I said, I'm in a dynamic. Um, we've had our ups and downs. <laughs> um... We almost didn't work out, but he refused to give up on us. 
And in the end, I became his. And from this day, he he would tell you that he knew from day one that in the end, I'd be his. And, you know, I knew it as well. And that's the thing. Because when we got together, we're connected. We're... You know, there's that connection. And you need that. Um, you, you have, without a connection, then what you do, and again, nothing wrong with having friends with benefits or having, you know, to do some placings, whether you know the person, which I highly recommend that you do know the person because you want to be able it doesn't matter how light or hardcore the scene is. You want to make sure you could trust that person regardless. So I highly recommend for anyone who's new to don't just go out there and go boom, boom, boom. Get into it. You want to make some type of connection. Um, Some are stronger than others. So like with my master... You know, we have that connection where it's so strong and deep that you just, you know, it makes being a submissive, being a slave much more. Now, a dom, they don't have, not all doms have the skill set to be a master, but at the end of the day, they both know what they want and they have their own ways of doing things to try to achieve that. So, um, I've been in my dynamic for, well, I don't even know. I think. Well, officially, anyways, I think it's been about a year and a half, maybe. I'm not for sure. Um, but I'd have to check. That's <laughs> usually we remember stuff like this. I, I wrote it. I'm sure I wrote it down somewhere, but. Um, but yeah, so, again, and just like submissive slaves, um, see, I'm saying, um, a lot, I do apologize, I'll try to work on that, so, anyways, not every sub can be a slave, but every slave is, you know, is a submissive. Um, because, like I said, just like the masters and doms, subs and slaves follow different rules. Whereas slaves, they have less say than a submissive. Now, again, let me say it this way. That does not mean... You know, because slaves have less say, 
that does not mean they have no say. Because at the end of the day, the slave has every right to end a dynamic. Especially if they feel that the person that they trust 100% to, you know, for them to be able to be a slave, if they can't truly trust them or if a trust has been broken or if something, you know, happens. It's just, you have to be cautious. So, well, my my brain just froze for a moment. Like, everything I was saying just went out the window. Um, like I said, I'm a normal person that forgets shit at times. <laughs> That's embarrassing, but it is what it is. So, where was I? I'm standing. Excuse me. Man, I'm going to be driving you guys crazy. But anyways, as I was saying, a submissive, you know, with a slave, they follow rules. But at the end of the day, they could end a relationship if they feel that, you know, the master broke their trust or their... Master decided to, you know, like they feel like their master's not sincere about caring for them. Because I've always told myself, number one, I'm not going to be a number. I refuse to be a number. So if I get involved with anyone, I need to make sure that that person cares for me. And that's just how it is. I'm not going to... Be with someone that just thinks, oh, she's a, you know, slave or submissive. She has no choice but to do what I say. Yes, guess what? Yes, I do have that choice. I'm not going to let you take advantage of that because my submissive, my slavery is a gift. And... If I'm going to submit 100% to the point that I'm being your slave, there definitely has to be a commitment, a trust. And if I feel like you don't care for me as much as I care for you, like if I'm nothing to you but just a number, then my heart isn't in it. And guess what? You don't deserve to have my full submission. Because I'm not going to waste it on someone who takes advantage and does not care. And that's just me. Um, Again, you could find those who are truly good masters. You know, because when... When someone is, when you're in a good dynamic, you know, because there's that connection. Like, I can't have a master when there's no emotional connection. Because for me to be 100% submissive, I need to know that my dom, my master, has 
like owns me a hundred percent. And I don't mean my body and this and that. What I mean is he needs to own my body, my heart, my mind, and my soul. And for that connection to be you know, for him to own that, that is a powerful thing. And it's rare, unfortunately. Some people has that, but some people don't. Some people might think they do, but then when a dynamic goes south, you know, it's just, it wasn't meant to be. That just goes to show that that connection was as strong as you thought at that time. So I can't, you know, give my all to someone when, you know, how can he own all of this and he's not emotionally attached? That's like me saying a house owns me. I mean, let's face it, it's an object. And, you know, I might be a lot of things in the kink world, but at the same time, I need to know that regardless of who or what I am with a certain person or in a certain dynamic, I need to make sure. Great, now I can't stop yawning. Please forgive me. I need to make sure that it's with someone that feels you know, because that's what makes the connection so much stronger. You know, so when it's a mutual thing, you have this powerful connection that is just flores and it rises like, you know, the phoenix. It just, you have that power and it just burns into your soul that you just grow and you just get to the point that you your life is meaningless without it because that is what makes everything in this world worth it in you know the kink world so many people you know and so many loved and lost and but when you find that connection it's worth holding on to, fighting. Trust me, I've tried letting go so many times and it would have been a mistake. But luckily for me, I found someone who wasn't willing to let it go. Um, I guess you could say it was kind of my own destruction <laughs> if I were to end it completely. But again, um, you know, he refused to let go. Like, you know, there was a few times that I've asked for release. And that's another thing with southern slaves. You know, a good slave usually asks for, you know, their masters for release if they went out of a dynamic. Um, of course, it, not always 100% like that because circum there are different circumstances that us slaves like, you know what, well, I'm not even going to bother, I'm out. You know, but if you want to leave on decent terms at least, 
you try, you know. Um, but with that being said, this thing, like, I've asked released a few times, and he refused. And you're probably like, well, if you wanted out, you could have just took it. And technically, yes, I could. But we have, and again, it's 100% consented. It's just a thing between us that I, you know, because in the end, he needs to do what he feels is best for me and what's best for us. Whether it's to part or to be together, whatever. And in the end, you know, he felt we we were best together. So he didn't, you know, he made sure that he didn't refuse and stuff like that. So he refused to release me. Where a submissive, they don't need to ask permission at all. They could just, you know what, I'm done, it's a breakup, whatever. And again, technically, so can a slave. However, we tend to try to follow protocol. Um, again, not every slave is the same. And every situation or circumstance are different. So you just got to be aware of that. So, let me go into, I mean, I think I pretty much discuss who I am, and so you get a better idea. Um, I've only been into the king world for like about two to three years. I'm still learning. I try to help when I can. I'm also... The type that if someone's looking for, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, shoot, shoot, shoot. Oh, yeah. If someone's looking for a mentor, you know, I'm always offering to help guide, especially new people, help guide them and teach them stuff like that because I know what it's like here's a tip if you're new don't go to someone especially a dumb you know that is offering to train you and this and that there are a lot of red flags to that um of course there are some that may be red flags, but not all of it is. There are some special circumstances, um, but for the most part, the best mentor really is for you to find someone that's in the same category as you. So what I'm trying to say is, if you're a dom, you know, your best bet is to, you know, or if you're a dominant, you don't know what you want yet, or whatever, I would 
highly suggest um, finding someone who's, you know, if you feel you have a dominant personality, find someone that's a dominant. Um, however, if you also finding one who feels they're a submissive or a slave or whatever, it is best to find a submissive or a slave mentor. Um, if you're a Don that's looking to maybe, um, you know, evolve into a master eventually, then it won't hurt to find, try to find a master, you know, to be your mentor. But even if you're not trying to evolve, like, you're just someone who wants to be a Dom, you know, and you're new to the kink world or whatever, you could have a Dom or a master as your mentor. Because, like I said, masters are Doms. Um, but, again, not all Doms are masters. So if you're trying to evolve into a master, then you would want to have a master mentor. Now, with me, I have never had a mentor. I've had friends and I've talked to people that, you know, guided me in this and that. So, it's, you know, but I've learned a lot. And I want to help those that you know, that could use my advice and stuff like that. Now, don't get me wrong. A mentor isn't someone that can tell you what to do. So don't think, oh, they just want power over me. No, that's not how it works. A mentor is just supposed to be like a teacher, you know, to help you, to guide you, um, give you advice, try to, you know, to help you on the right path, I guess you could say. Because you don't want to, like, say if, you know, someone wants to be in a dynamic with you and you're unsure, you ask your mentor what does he or she think, you know, and then she could check stuff out or he could check stuff out. And that person could be dangerous, you know, or if they see a red flag or if they see, you know, that you tell them a certain conversation they could tell you, be like, there's something, something is off for that, you know, and they could, you know, guide you into the right path, make sure you, you know, because their priority is making sure that whoever they're mentoring um, is safe, whether it's physically, emotionally, mentally, you know, because they don't want anyone to come into this lifestyle and have a bad experience and not like it. This is supposed to be a fun experience for you and you're just coming out of your shell. You're trying to learn about your sexuality or what you're into or whatever. Whether it's online or in person or both. You know, so... And as a mentor... They are to guide you and stuff like that. Now, if you're the type that, you know, doesn't 
do well with men with mentors like if they give you advice but you never take it because I mean in the end it's up to you to decide if you want to take the advice or whatever but if you constantly do the opposite of what the mentor is then you're not taking that mentor's advice seriously so maybe you're not meant to have a mentor just you know only you know what you want. No one's a mind reader. No one could tell you this, this, and this. So just be cautious, you know. And if you don't know exactly what you want, but you're willing to listen or try to learn, nothing wrong with that. Learning is good. You know, you want to learn everything you can before you jump right in. So by all means, you know, if anyone needs anything, you know, find someone who can teach you, who could guide you, who could be a mentor. That's the most important thing is, you know, finding the right mentor and making sure that, you know, that they guide you and they do it with sincerity, you know. Because you don't want someone that has a hidden agenda. Which usually you don't find it like that. But sometimes some people pretend. Just so they feel like it's a power trip. Which is kind of rare because it makes no sense. Usually that happens when a dom is trying to train a sub. Or a sub is trying to train, you know, a dominant. A new dom or whatever. Um, because they like that power it gives them. Mostly it happens when a dom does it to a sub. But yeah, so just be cautious, find the right people. Um, if there's anything, you know, I might actually put, have a Q&A down or have questions for you listeners that way you can answer if you want, respond, and we'll be able to communicate that way. Um, if there's, again, this, this life isn't for everyone either. So, I mean, if you think you might be into it, but you're unsure, again, it doesn't hurt to learn to experience you know um and sometimes you won't even after you learn stuff you won't truly know until you have some hands-on experience that's a big difference but again you don't want to just go boom right into the hands-on because again you need to form some type of connection even if it's just friends you know that you can trust to be able to do a scene. You know, you want to communicate and be able to talk to that person and connect. So you're still having that connection with that person. It's just not in a dynamic way, but it's enough where you can do a scene with that person. So... But I just, this, 
episode was mainly about getting to know me and letting me explain the different names. Um, but yeah, again, my name is Crystal. Um, I'm very, very active in the King community. I've met some wonderful people. I've met some creeps as well. So that's why um, the next episode I do, we will discuss um, safety and probably, you know, just a little bit more about um, certain titles and stuff like that. I think. I'm not sure yet. Um, I probably won't know more or less until probably the middle of next week of what it's going to entitle. But maybe it will be just like an advice session. I'm unsure yet. So don't quote me on anything that I said at the last second because I'm unsure what the next episode will be. But I do know for a fact um, it will be, some of the stuff will be about safety. Because at the end of the day, no matter what title or what role you play, you know, from a submissive, dominant, master, you know, pet, baby girl, little, whatever, at the end of the day, the most important thing is safety. You want to do it in a safe environment for you and everyone involved. So it's very important. So that is definitely going to be something that's going to be discussed next episode. I'm just not for sure how much of that I'll be saying. I'm going to say everything I could think of, of course. But what I'm saying is if there's still time... I'm going to go ahead and add another category into that mix. I'm just unsure what it is at this moment. So, anyways, I'm past the normal time I did last episode. So, please forgive me. And I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. It is the 4th of July weekend. If you're new to kink, then be safe. Um, Learn as you go. If you're just experiencing hands-on, then enjoy it. And again, be cautious, be safe. And for all those who are experienced in kink, again, which you're aware of, I'm very sure, um, be safe and enjoy a kinky weekend on the 4th of July or a vanilla weekend on the 4th of July. Just go out, have fun, but everyone, please be safe, be careful. There's crazy people out there, um, and that's not always the case. Accidents happen, so just please be safe, and I hope everyone has a great week weekend. And I hope you enjoy your 4th of July. Take care, everyone. Bye.